There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A Radio Info Raw Edit podcast. The conversations behind our reports. I think the important thing to take out of today's result is that the performance of all parts of the business, and it really is, if you have a look at um, you know what the expectations or the consensus of the the market and analysts were around Nine's business. Every part of our business has overperformed. We've got strength across across radio, across television, across publishing, and and in Stan, our streaming business, and and in Domain as a as an investment that we hold fifty nine percent. So I think the key takeout here is the strength of the diversification of our businesses, our revenues, and our profit streams, and then in particular you will see from today's result that almost half of the EBITDA in today's result is now coming out of digital parts of our business. So increasingly digital with increasingly um, significant growth opportunities ahead. So diversification and and digital, two really important themes today. Let me um, zoom in first on television and then spend the rest of the time on radio and audio. So uh, TV ad revenue was the highest ever across Nine and your digital video on demand platform Nine Now. Is catch-up VOD the future of broadcast TV? Um, Yeah, look, I'd probably correct you on what is a, I think, uh, an incorrect um, sort of assumption or perception about what Nine Now and broadcast video on demand is is all about. It has, you're right, traditionally been catch-up. That's the function it performed when it first launched a number of years ago. But what we're seeing today, Steve, is a a real shift in the way that consumers consume their television content. No surprise there with the advent of Stan and Netflix and major streaming platforms. But the major audience growth on Nine Now, the fastest-growing segment of of, um, content on that platform is our live streaming of our channels. So that's people who are watching nine and our multi-channels uh, through their smart TVs, through the apps, um, but essentially they're, they're watching our, our broadcast with digitally inserted advertising. So now that, that is, um, as I've spoken about, increasingly the way you'll hear us talking about television as total television. Um, and that's because, as I've said today in some of the results commentary, it is the way that people are consuming our broadcast television and it's the way that we are monetizing that through revenue. So as you say, it's been a record year for our total television revenues and uh, we've said publicly before that we, we now see such a great growth opportunity coming out of the digital side of our revenues that we expect the combination of, um, let's say, internet streams at funded television or nine now um, and our free-to-air broadcast television to be um, positive going forward over over the coming years and a, a really important inflection point for uh, for the TV business. And then alongside of that, uh, some of the examples that we're now seeing across our total audience, so looking at the numbers of people who are viewing on free-to-air our channels plus what uh, is consumed on, on Nine Now, we're seeing 
growth year on year in those audiences. So Married at First Sight early in the season is up versus the same time or the same um, series last year. Um, the Australian Open viewing numbers are up. The, the block late last year viewing numbers are up. 60 Minutes is up year on year. Um, the NRL finals are up. So what we're really seeing is a, is a structural change in the way that people are consuming television and we're right at the heart of it. Yeah, that's really interesting. Thanks for that clarification. And yeah, you're right. You're, you're right at the heart of a change. Can you tell me what's the value of an ad delivered on a digital live television stream compared with the value of that same ad on your broadcast TV platform? Can you charge advertisers more or less for those ads? Oh, it's a, it is actually quite a difficult question to answer in, a, in an apples for apples kind of way because we sell advertising quite differently in the digital domain. But suffice to say, um, we can extract a, a greater yield from advertising in the digital domain because it is targeted using the, the data that we have across 15 million and growing users who are logged into Nine's, uh, Nine's platforms. We use that information to be able to target ads which are more meaningful to the audience, so more engaging to the audience, um, and uh, perform better for advertisers, given that they are directly targeted versus what happens in broadcast television. So there are some significant advantages to that, and with that comes an opportunity for, for premium, a premium in the um, overall advertising revenues. Okay, let's focus on radio now. I know it's really a very small percentage of your business. If I did my figures right, it's about 3% of your revenue. But anyway, it's important to our readers. You're making just under $49 million from radio and um, you're spending about $42 million. But I see that there was a, a very good increase in the profit margin uh, in your radio division, um, about 120% increase. How did you do that? Yeah, look, Tom Malone and the, the team at Nine Radio over the last couple of years have made some really important changes in terms of um, how we've approached our, our on-air um, product and, and what we're doing broadly across the radio business in terms of cost and making sure we've got that right size. And that was you know, a piece of work that put us in a, in, importantly, a, you know, a great position when the, the pandemic hit. But what that also means is as the, the market has been recovering, and we've been seeing that from a market point of view in the results today, we saw that the market was up some 13%, while our revenues were up um, slightly stronger than market at 15%. But as you see those revenues returning in the market, that converts pretty quickly to profitability, given that you're operating on a relatively fixed um, fixed cost base. We've got a, we've got a great team at, at radio across, uh, across the country, um, all of our uh, on-air um, broadcasters doing a fantastic job and um, you know, we're, we're really confident about where, where the radio business is going. Okay, and what about the ACE Network deal? Uh, you're very much a news-focused company and it made sense to offload AM music stations to someone else to to manage for you. But what do you think of that deal? Um, how's it fit into the business and how's it going to perform long-term? Commercial deal-wise, you know, I'm not sort of going to talk about specifics, but what I, what I can say is that the, the strength of Nine Radio is in our talk format 
And when you look at the changing landscape of audio um, in this country and around the world, we've seen quite a bit of disruption uh, in the music space, obviously with the advent of subscription music services, um, streamed subscription music services, whereas talk radio continues to be and continues to build its strength as, as live and local with the trusted voices that, um, that people want to hear. So our view around talk radio is it's one of the most defensible and important forms of, of media. Um, it fits very well alongside the broader set of media assets that, that we have. And, um, you know, the focus for Tom in managing that business over at Nine Radio also is to ensure that the strength of the long-term profitability. So the decisions that he makes around deals or things like, um, you know, the, the arrangements with Ace Radio are all part of that strategy to focus on talk radio, but also to focus on the financial strength of that business to ensure that we've got a, a great proposition for our audiences and for our advertisers long into the future. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. To help keep that financial strength up, you've got to keep advertising agencies engaged with you and it's long been a bugbear of anyone who's owned talk radio stations that you know there's there's a whole segment of advertisers that just don't see themselves as wanting to advertise on talk radio personality stations they'd rather be on younger music stations what can you do to change that perception oh look i I don't think uh you know we're not out there with a view that says we need to change the perception of, of advertisers. What, what is happening, though, in our radio business is the nature of um, the product overall is continuing to evolve, and I think um, Tom and the team have done a, a great job at ensuring that we remain extremely fresh in our, all of our um, broadcast slots with some, with some great changes that have delivered fantastic audience results. And, and with that, if the, audience, uh, if the audience is there, then the, the opportunity for advertising will come with it. And one of the things you're seeing in particular is that is that shift in the radio business into digital streaming, which is opening it up to, you know, a, a much wider audience than just traditional broadcast. We're seeing now a significant proportion of our listening um, occurring through live streaming on digital devices and almost a quarter of our audience streams through a digital device um, somewhere in their, uh, their listening across our talk radio network. So... That continues to place radio in the places where people want to, to listen and stream. Um, and as I said, with that uh, audience comes the, the commercial opportunity for advertisers. Well, you gave a really good explanation of how that's working for smart TVs earlier. Is it the same in smart speakers and audio apps and those things which you've just mentioned there? Yeah, and it's a, it's a good segue from the question about um, the advertising proposition because what is happening right now is as those digital streams are growing, today we're currently broadcasting the same advertising that you would hear um, on the broadcast service. So if you listen through a um, traditional radio versus if you listen through 
a digital device, you'll hear the same advertising. What's happening as we move forward is we will transition that advertising space into what we refer to as digitally inserted in exactly the same way that we do for Nine Now, which means that we will be able to target advertising. And you may be familiar with some of the developments that have come out of the team over at Nine Radio, where this year they have shifted to a signed-in requirement across the digital streaming for Nine Radio across all of our stations that are nationwide. And with that login, um, it becomes part of that 15 million and growing pool of, uh, of viewers on Nine now, of listeners across Nine Radio, and also now growing across our publishing platform. So we'll be able to, from an advertiser point of view, we'll be able to target listeners um, throughout our radio network in, in our digital streams in a very similar way to what we do um, in our in our television and our BVOD streams. And that proposition, I think, for advertisers is a really exciting development. Yeah, that is indeed. When Nine Radio introduced the sign-on, did you lose many listeners? No, look, we, um, we obviously trialled it very carefully beforehand to understand what the behaviour was. And what you did see was a, a short-term dip. And when I say short-term dip, within a couple of days before we started to see audiences return back to their normal level. So we trialled that in some limited places before we rolled it out across the board um, and made sure that we understood what the feedback was from our audience as we did that. Um, and, uh, look, I'm, I'm really delighted to say that the, the result of it was a seamless transition to that mode and um, we've, still, we've still got the same level and growing uh, across audience across our digital streaming network. And when you asked the audience what were their objections or their worries, what were the main things they said and how did you adapt to make them comfortable with that? Oh, look, it's, it's the same kind of things that you'll hear from any um, logged-in service that's, um, that is delivered through the internet. And I think the reality is in today's day and age, it's becoming a requirement to be able to, to log in. In fact, um, you know, whether you're on a, a free um, webmail service or whether you're on some form of um, free media, because of the fact that um, there's a lot of changes occurring in the world of um, cookies and the way that you know, advertising works on the internet, the logged-in scenario is becoming critical for digital businesses to be able to properly monetize um, their advertising. But at the same time, um, it provides the user the ability to opt in and opt out. I mean, um, you know, they go through a process and they're able to look at how their data is going to be consumed and what it's going to be used for. So we're very transparent about that. And um, like I said, the, the result of that transition has been very successful for us. All right. Mike Sneesby, thank you very much. Terrific, Steve. Good to speak to you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code Program.